When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, sis, and welcome to this bonus episode of the Prescription for Purpose podcast. I'm super excited to be dropping this episode because it was an amazing live session that I did. But I have a couple church announcements and I want to drop them off to you and then we're going to get right into it first. Next week, we are starting our Excuses to Execution Challenge in the Blessed and Bossed Up Society. You want to be a part of this free seven-day challenge. We have amazing, amazing classes, amazing resources. Our challenges are always fire. People be getting saved. People um, be getting jobs. Like It's a whole thing. God always moves. So you want to make sure that you're a part of this free seven-day challenge. The link is in the show notes. Make sure that you sign up. We start Sunday, February 19th. I am teaching a live masterclass called the Strategic Execution ABCs. Okay, make sure that you get in to the challenge. It is absolutely free. We would love for you to stay in the society after if you want to. But girl, even if you come in just for the free challenge, it's no harm, no foul. Okay. Second, make sure that you are connected. I did this live masterclass with people who are part of our community. How do you become a part of our community? You can take the prescription for purpose quiz, and then you'll be signed up to be able to get my emails as well as downloading and utilizing your purpose prescription. And you can download the Prescription for Purpose mobile app. I send out notifications anytime I'm going live. Sometimes, girl, I be going live because God told me to do so. Just like this masterclass, this wasn't something that I planned. It was something that God dropped in my spirit and I did it immediately. Okay. Um, And then also, if you are looking for mentorship, another feature of the app that we have is called Purpose Partners. And it is a monthly community where we meet and we have real conversation. You also also get an exclusive podcast called Couch Conversations. Um, and I am sharing all of my gems, just really pouring into y'all Monday through Friday. So as a purpose partner or a mentee, you get these voice notes every single weekday. And then we meet up monthly and we have all kinds of conversation and there's just a really beautiful community budding over there. So make sure that you get connected, whether it be through the society, through the prescription for purpose quiz, or even downloading the prescription for purpose mobile app, which you absolutely should because it's free. Even the free resources okay, are worth the price of admission. I'm super excited about everything that God is doing. And I'm really excited about this challenge because I know that so many of us kind of fall off and get into this February slump. And this is going to be the pick me up. So no excuses. Make sure you get in. And without further ado, I pray that this How to Plan with Purpose Masterclass blesses you. If you want to catch these things live, make sure you get connected. You are now tuned in to the Prescription for Purpose podcast, the number one podcast for Christian women to learn how to apply God's principles to fulfill your God-ordained purpose. Every episode will empower you with the tools and wisdom necessary so you can strategically execute and excel in every area of your life. This is the place for you to learn how to walk in purpose, to walk with purpose, and to fulfill God's purpose. 
All right. So welcome, welcome. Thank y'all for spending y'all lunch break with me. I'm not going to be before you long, but this going to be good. Y'all know if you have not ever done um, a Bible study, a class, a live with me before, I am very, very chatty. I love to interact. So this is a class, but I want us to have discussion. If you have questions, throw them in the chat because I want to leave room for questions as well. So we have been talking um, on the Prescription for Purpose podcast. If you have the mobile app, um, we've been talking in there as well. If you don't have the app right now, unshameless plug, okay? Download the app. It's good. If you have the app and you love it, put it in the chat because it's good over here. This is not anything like the U version. It like it's giving over here at the Prescription for Purpose app. But we've been talking about doing the things, right? This is the year of intentionality. And I want to make sure that um, I really am being purposeful and not just giving you all the uh, like the the spiritual aspect, but also talking about some practicality. Danielle, now girl, you know, I know it's you. <laughs> hey girl. <laughs> See, look, Sunny says it's amazing. Charlotte said that she loves the app and it's not because we have the same name. It's just good. God pulled up. Danielle said the app is amazing. Hey Danielle, girl. Yes, ma'am. Okay. So let's talk about planning. We have to do a much better job at planning and honoring our plans, okay? Planning is such an important part of us being able to execute and do what God has called us to do. A lot of times we don't reach our goals because we do not plan properly. A lot of us don't even prioritize planning because we are very... um hyper-focused, and this isn't just us individually, but culture in the appearance of being busy. But you can be very busy and not be productive. Hear me again. You can be busy and not be productive at all. (laughs) So I don't want to just be busy, but I want to be productive, meaning I want to produce, right? I want to produce much fruit. And oftentimes we get so tired because we're doing all kind of random stuff. <laughs> like none of it's adding up, right? Like you didn't carry the one, two, three, and the four. And that was not a part of the plan. And a lot of times we do not honor planning. We don't honor planning and we don't set aside time to do it because it feels as if it's a waste of time. But actually, if you plan, if you what is what's the saying? If you uh, plan to fail, then you you fail to plan. If you fail to plan, then you plan to fail. Okay, um, you if you do not prioritize having a plan, you are never going to see the finish line. You're never going to um, produce fruit, right? So you can't plan to the point of where um, you know you don't you can predict the future. But sometimes we just be jumping in stuff. Thank you, Delisha. She knew what I was trying to say, y'all. Sometimes we just jump in stuff. If you ever just jumped in something and got in it and be like, how did we get here? Somebody called Deborah Cox. If that's ever happened to you, let me know in the chat. Like, I thought that this was going to go well, and I just jumped in because I was excited. And then I got in and was like, uh, this wasn't really what I thought. This was not for me. And I talked about this a little bit on the podcast this week. And so I wanted to do this course because it is so important that we start prioritizing planning. So the first thing I want you to know, and this isn't even on my notes, it is that you need to prioritize planning. Make it a priority, right? It's a part of stewardship. It's a part of stewardship. We, the same way you make a budget for your money, if you don't, you should. You need to make a budget for your time. Time is an invaluable resource. We don't get more of it. It's more important than money because it's non-renewable. You can't make more of it. I can make more money. Now, this don't mean don't be a good steward over your money. But if you take a risk in something and you it doesn't work out and you lose money, it's not the end of the world. But the time that you have now is limited and you cannot renew it. And so we're way too flimsy with our time. I got caught up this morning. This morning, I didn't get up at my scheduled time. I was giving myself some grace. And then 
I got on my phone and I got to looking at uh, reels. And at first I said I was looking for sounds and I know I wasn't looking for sounds. I just was scrolling. Okay. My brain likes dopamine. <laughs> like dopamine feels good to my brain, just like everybody else's. And my phone, the um, it, an hour had passed and my phone said, Hey girl, you've reached your limit. And I said, that's fair. Up. That's fair. I did not override it. <laughs> That's fair. You're right. It's time to get up. So we have to make sure that we're budgeting our plan, our, our time well. Okay. So I want to give y'all real quick eight strategies that you need to implement. Okay. If you are ready, you got your notes. Put a seven in the chat because it's about to go down. Let's start with. Strategy number one, you have to count the cost. You have to do your research. You have to count the cost. Too many of us are over planning, under planning, not planning at all. And we don't even understand what's required. You have to literally, anything that you want to achieve, if I say, okay, God, I want to go to nursing school. I've done this several times, so it's going to be my point of reference today. It's more than just me applying to schools. Okay, God, I need to count the costs. I need to research the schools. How much is this going to cost me? How much much are these schools going to cost me? What's the time requirement? Um, And how's this going to work out with my home schedule, my work schedule? What things do I need to know? in totality about this thing that I'm about to embark on. What are the the steps? Okay, I need to do the application. I need to complete my FAFSA. I need to do all of these different steps in order to achieve the goal. And too often, we don't even know what's required of us for the thing that we're asking for. So if you want to go to nursing school, great. What's required? Do you meet the requirements? Have you gone and talked to um, an enrollment advisor? Have you looked at the different schools? Have you considered the the financial costs? Have you considered the impact that this is going to have on your family? Because you need to now, okay, I'm going to need a babysitter. I have to consider I'm, there's clinical hours required. So now you let me do an orientation and find out what's required in the program. Oh, I got to do clinical hours and lab and I have to go to, to, to class? I'm going to need a babysitter if I have kids. I'm going to need to talk to my husband about what's required um, if I'm married. I'm going to need to talk to my family and my friends and my support group if, you know, if I have other um, things in my life and I know that I need I need support. I need to have a full understanding of what's required. How many of you put a three in the chat or let me know in the chat if you admit that you've gotten into stuff and you have no idea, like, I did not plan this out well. Because once you plan out the pieces and you write down each individual step, it may seem redundant, but now these are things that you can do each week. So if I know that I need to apply for my FAFSA, when I make my plan and I put things in my calendar, okay, this is going in this week. And it correlates exactly to this overarching goal that I have. Right? I'm not just doing stuff to be doing stuff. So you have to do your research. Jesus says count the cost. All of the costs. I always say when I am making a decision, I think of the worst thing that could happen. Think of the worst case scenario. If you can live with the worst case scenario, jump. If not, go back to the drawing board. Sometimes stuff goes left. Right. We've been talking about being unrelenting in our faith, facing resistance. Sometimes things go left. What's the worst thing that could happen if if I do this? And if I'm like, oh, I can live either way, we're going to make it do what it does, then jump. Do everything like have it mapped out what you need to do. And then break it down. Does that make sense? We're going to move on to the next. I think Charlotte touched on this already. Girl, 
realistic expectations. Realistic expectations. Y'all put realistic expectations in the chat. Realistic expectations. 2023 is going to be my year. What if it's not? What does that even mean? What does that even mean? I talked about at the top of the year on the podcast, establishing what is success in this year. What does success look like this year? Last year, I was like, God told me my word was flourish. I was like, yes, we about to flourish. We about to do it big. And then he said, get a trainer. And I was like, huh? Wait, what? (laughs) I'm confused. But really last year, what I learned was that I needed to really prioritize my health. God gave me a lot of revelation. He demonstrated to me areas where I needed to fortify my walls. And in order for me to be able to fulfill my purpose, I have to have realistic expectations. Some of us, and this was something that God taught me last year, we are over planning. If you feel like you can never complete what you put in your planner, put a five in the chat or raise your hand emoji, whatever you want to do. What is happening is we're setting these unrealistic expectations. I have done it. God really had to gather me because what's happening is you're getting overwhelmed and you are in this perpetual cycle of feeling like you're never doing enough. So you cannot be like God. When you when he created, listen to me, and we talked about this. If you have the app, we did a fast at the top of the year, the first fruits fast, where we were digging and jumping into um, Genesis. God took seven days to, to build the earth. At the end of every day, he called it good. He wasn't done yet. The process was not complete, but he was satisfied with his work. A lot of us are not satisfied with our work. And so we're speaking um, word curses over the things and the seeds that we're sowing. We're discontent with the work that we're doing simply because you're over planning. It took God seven days. And we're trying to do in two hours (laughs) what God did in seven days. We want to build everything. So here's what God told me. God showed me that I was the drama in my schedule. Like, oh, God, it's never enough. So now this is this perpetual thing that is impacting your motivation. You're not going to want to do it because you always feel like somebody's got the pressure on your neck. This is the opposite of what God has said when he said, my burden is easy and my yoke is light. If the yoke isn't light, if it's not adding up with God's word, It's us. We are the drama because his word is perfect. So God, I'm doing what you call me to do, but I'm feeling this insurmountable amount of pressure. Well, that means that I have picked up the wrong cross. I am yoked to the wrong thing. Completing tasks on a to-do list has nothing to do with your value in God. Come on, Jess said, I just want my life figured out by tomorrow. But you don't have to figure it out because we're just following God's plan. It's already figured out. It's already figured out, boo. It's figured out. We just are doing the steps. And because our purpose, our plans are God's plans and we're submitted to his will. You don't even need the pressure of knowing what the outcome is going to be. I just need to show up and do what he's called me to do. He said, build an app. I didn't see what the outcome of that was going to be. I still don't believe that I've seen the full manifestation of what he's going to do with this. I just said, okay, and started it. And the enemy will try to creep in with us feeling like we have to figure it out. The perfect thing about God, we talk about Jeremiah 29, 11, I know the plans that I have for you. You don't even have to figure it out. You just have to be connected to the person that got the blueprint. I don't need to know. It's already been figured out. Put it in the chat. It's already figured out. The plan for my life was established before I got here, before I was formed in my mother's womb. So we talk about these scriptures and we love these scriptures, but we don't, we need to take them on as our own. The plan was already created before you got here. It's finished. Amen. That's a word. It is finished. But what happens is 
we become frustrated because we don't see the progress that we deem as progress. We don't see success that we deem as success instead of us merely being submitted to God. He's got the plan. If you've ever followed a GPS, my GPS, her name is Sally. I don't leave home without Sally because I'm directionally challenged. Okay. But I know how to find Sally. But when I'm put on my GPS, I'm not trying to tell the GPS where to go. I'm the one that's lost. (laughs) I'm the one that needs direction. So if we are submitted to a GPS system, technology, because we trust that it is going to get us to the destination, how are we not submitted to God? How are we not submitted to God? So set realistic expectations. God told me no more than three items a day on my on my schedule. No more than three items. What does this look like if you work full time? If you work full time, then you need to theme out your days. So when I was working Monday through Friday, I recently transitioned back into clinic. I'm working part time um, because I love it, not because I have to. God showed me like, I'll leave these people job. And I was okay for a whole year. But also I saw the cutest kids this week in my heart. It's just filled. But no more than three things. So that looks like, okay, what I was doing, I was waking up early. I'm still doing it now, stewarding my time. Today, I'm going to, on Mondays, I was doing homework before work. Or no, I was doing um, notes for my podcast, going to work come home and I may have one other thing, my budget, whatever the case may be. Tuesday, do something before work, go to work, come home, take care of the next thing. Tuesdays was homework for me, discussion boards. They were due on Thursday, so I did them on Tuesday. Wednesday morning before work, I'm getting up recording my podcast. That's thing number one. I went to work and I would have one other thing. Thursdays, discussion boards again before work. Why? Because the responses were due by midnight. (laughs) Get up, do my responses, post them, go to work, come home, and take care of whatever I need to take care of. Does that make sense? Three things a day. That's it. If you get the opportunity and the time to get more things done, great. But what I realized is I was constantly always trying to multitask. So on my lunch break, I was trying to do stuff. And now my lunch break is sacred time for me and God. I need to, I need to sit down and talk to him so I can get through the other half of these, these people's job. We have to be human beings, not human doings. So you don't always have to be doing something. And a lot of research shows that when we try to multitask, you're really not being productive. You're being busy, but you're not being productive. You're making unnecessary mistakes. You're divided and you're being double-minded. And you know what to expect if you're being double-minded. So three items a day. And you can pick those things because you have a list of what needs to get done. Because you've done the research. You've counted the cost. Like, we oftentimes diminish God's hand in the progress that we make. Because, girl, like, you may not get out of debt this year. You got $100,000 worth of debt. And you about to work 15 jobs to try to get out of debt this year. You didn't get into debt in one year. Who told you to work 15 jobs? So now you in the hospital laid up sick because you're trying to create things in your own strength and power. Multitasking feels like the thing to do. God has gotten on me about that. Be in the space. Enjoy life. I enjoy what I do for a living. I've been back at clinic like, yeah, I'm back. I'm back again, like seeing the cutest. I just enjoyed it. And we're always so busy running to the next stop that we don't enjoy this space. Jesus came so that we can have life and have life more abundantly. That is not something that's not available to us once we get to heaven. You can have it every day. 
So I've been coming home after I get off from clinic. I come home and I don't even come in the house. I tell my husband, meet me outside. Let's go for a walk. It's a good way for me to wind down. I'm hitting my fitness goals. I'm moving. Am I tired? Yes, but I'm trying to do something with my body. Okay, so we're, we're going to maintain the, the goals. But I'm not planning to come home and do CrossFit. That's unrealistic. It's not happening. But I can go for a walk. Now me and my husband have caught up. We not. I'm not on my phone. I'm getting exercise in. I'm going out. It, it's just beautiful out. I live in Florida, so it's pretty outside right now. Does this make sense? Be realistic. If you have $100,000 worth of debt, okay, God, I want to pay 15000 uh, 15, off this year. Yes. Danielle says she wears six hats and she needs to be more realistic. Yes. Because you're wearing all them hats and your neck about to break. <laughs> Tilt it to the side like this. Okay. Here we go. Here's the next one. Finish what's on your plate. Finish what's on your plate. Don't you do a new thing. Don't you pick up nothing else because we have shiny object syndrome so bad. I'm talking to Sharla. Finish what's on your plate. What things did you not finish last year? Go back to them. They still matter. So we're getting frustrated because God isn't giving us the next steps. You haven't finished the last steps. And you want to know why your cake nasty because you, you skipped the step. You can put the eggs in there. You went to the store and was like, well, it's a new year now, so I'm forget these eggs, forget this cake. What happened? What happened? Finish what's on your plate. The goal is not for you to do all of these different things. It is for you to complete the purpose that God has created you for. Me personally, let me tell y'all, I'm sitting on so many books. It's um, it's it's disturbing. <laughs> I just have all these half-written books. And God was like, finish what's on your plate. So before this month is over with, I got 11 days. The journal that I have been playing around with, this Bible study journal, is coming out. I have... I have to have it done by the end of this month. I keep starting and stopping, starting to stop it. And I'm getting frustrated because I'm not seeing fruit. But are you putting seed in the ground? Or are you just throwing it on top of the ground? Because you ain't tilled the land. You ain't did none of the work. Sow the seed into the ground and then leave it alone. <laughs> I have apps. I have other businesses. God has not given me a single word about my coaching business. Because I need to finish what's on my plate. Finish, finish what you started. You're, you're asking for fruit, but you're half doing the work. Okay. Next. Do not hyper-focus on one area of your life. Okay. Often your whole life becomes, I need to make money. I need to make money. I need to make money. Because all you're worried about is the debt. All you're worried about is the debt. <laughs> all you're worried about is the debt. And so your life becomes that. It becomes an idol. I said it. It becomes an idol. So you work in 16 jobs and God's like, are you Jehovah Jireh or am I Jehovah Jireh? Because you ain't talked to me since. You just are trying to fix this debt problem that you that you have. You haven't submitted that to me. I told you to take a financial literacy class so you don't end back up in this situation. And you're just trying to, to pay all this stuff off. We're not we're we are treating the symptoms, but not fixing or mitigating the, the disease. It also robs you of growing in other areas of your life. Yes, okay, you got debt, sure. But you are now neglecting family, you're neglecting your faith, you're neglecting your health, 
in other aspects of your life. Does that make sense? Here's my five, my five pillars. Faith, family, finances, future, fitness and health. Here, I'm going to drop it straight from my notes. These are my pillars. You plan in every area. You plan in every area. You should have a plan in every area. For my faith, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure that I'm spending uh, time with God consistently. I'm I'm going to uh, finish. Yet last year, I finished a biblical study certificate. I'm gonna journal every day. I'm gonna make it the Bible study every two weeks. Family, and family is family and friendships. Me and my husband gonna have date date day once a week because I'm, I can't neglect these other areas of my life. The Proverbs thirty one woman was good at prioritizing what was important. It's not about balance because it's not all equal. My relationship with God is way more important than these people's job. So if they if they try me, I'm out. And that's all. Mary had a little lamb. Okay. Future planning. Do you want to get a certificate this year? Like what, like what things are you trying to accomplish for yourself outside of this big thing that you are hyper-focused on? Next, child, leave room for life to be life in. Life be happening. And this goes back to creating realistic expectations. Stuff happens. What if you get sick? You catch a cold. Okay. Well, I can't afford to not do this because your schedule is so tight that there's no breathing room. Leave room for life. And when you leave room for life and you leave room for quiet, like you need to build quiet into your schedule. Because that's when God gave me the most downloads. When I'm just like, okay, so what are we doing? <laughs> Leave room for life to happen. So now on top of this catastrophic situation, you've jam-packed your schedule so much. You can't even move things around. But God said that there's freedom in him. And you're not free because now you've become a slave to When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done your schedule. So be disciplined, but also leave room for life. Does that make sense? Both have to be accounted for. I'm going to follow up with schedule your rest. Schedule your rest. If God, who is Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Shalom, Jehovah Nisi, Jehovah Turkanu. He's all the things. If that man took a nap on the seventh day, what is the likelihood that you need a nap? If the creator was like, you know what? I'm chilling today. What is the likelihood that you also need to chill? <laughs> if Jesus was taking several naps where he was leaving the crowd, to go rest intentionally, 
what is the likelihood that you also need to do it? Are, are you better than Jesus? No, we're not. We try to be, but we're not. And so then you're burnt out, overwhelmed, and you don't complete the thing because now you're sick, you're tired, you're stressed, and you are causing your own mental anguish because you are not prioritizing and scheduling your rest intentionally. Trials and tribulations are going to come. We're in the middle of a, a lesson series where we're talking about unrelenting faith. So schedule your rest. Even if you have kids, drop them off. Do, do the work. <laughs> drop them off. Do, do what you need to do, but schedule your rest. They're going to be okay. No, we're not taking my only off day to go to an amusement park today. What y'all going to do is I'm going to take y'all to your mama house, to your granny house, to, to your auntie house, to whoever your support system is. And if you don't have a support system, build one, even if it's going to cost you money. Build a support system so you can schedule your rest. Can the nanny take them to the amusement park today? Sure. But what I'm going to take is this nap. So then I can be the best mom to you that I can be. Stop sacrificing yourself for your kids because you are not serving them. You are doing them a disservice. Jesus already died. You, you, you don't have to. Stop sacrificing yourself for these tiny humans. Okay? Cut it. Cut it out. Reevaluate your plan. Right now, I am in um, training at this part-time position. My schedule is going to be four hours in the evening a couple times a week. But right now, because the position was created for me, won't God do it? But right now, um, there's nobody working evenings because it's going to be me. So right now I'm working days. So I have a schedule to support me through training. And when I get out of training, guess what's going to have to change? My schedule. Because I'm in a transition phase. Because things have happened. So you should be reevaluating your plan frequently. Have meetings with yourself every week. Have a meeting with God. My planner's over here, y'all. Hold on. Oh. I pull my planner out in the morning as part of my quiet time. I look at it. Okay, God. What, what? Here's my schedule for today. How do I steward this? Is there anything that needs to be changed? There have been times where I've done that and just invited God into my schedule. And he reminded me about something I completely forgot about. I'm like, oh, Lord, thank you. Just because I had that intentional time to sit with him and with myself to make sure that this is going well. Why are you doing the same stuff if you're not getting the result that you want? That is the definition of insanity right? And we don't want to do that. So once a week, whatever you need to do, (laughs) however you need to do it, on your lunch break, pick a day. It could be Wednesday, Thursday, whatever the case may be. Pick a day. What went well this week? What didn't go well this week? What, What changes do I need to make? Is this like a temporary thing? Because sometimes you don't need to make a plan, a change to the plan. Sometimes you just need to show up. How well did I show up this week? Because you will change the plan 50 million times, but you're just not doing the stuff. If you're just not doing the stuff, then girl, it's not the plan. It's you. (laughs) Did I show up every day for myself? Okay, if that's yes, what what did not work then? If, If I showed up and I did this plan, Out of the seven days, I followed it at least five. My rule, because you have to give yourself grace, do not miss twice in a row. You start missing twice in a row, twice going to turn to thrice. (laughs) And thrice is not a word. (laughs) Twice going to turn to thrice. And then it's going to be December 31st, 2023, and ain't nothing going to be done. Do not miss two times in a row. 
this morning. So I usually wake up between four and five thirty. Today I woke up at seven. I was tired, and then I scrolled. Today a miss compared to what my standard is. Today was a miss. So when Monday roll around, we back on track. Okay, I'm not like, oh man, I'm the worst because I didn't wake up. No, nah, I laid there on purpose. <laughs> I laid there on purpose, but I won't miss twice. It's Friday. I'm about to lay here and I'm going to do my makeup. I'm going to chill. I'm just not going to be rushed today. I did good this week. Grace, that makes sense? Don't miss twice in a row. Whatever you do, do not miss twice in a row. Here's my last tip. Build the support system that you need to achieve your goals. This is going to require prioritization and you're going to have to be self-aware. Okay? You're going to have to prioritize and be self-aware. That's it. Make accommodations. What's the make it enough? Because we love to give excuses. But when we really want something done, it gets done. I don't have nobody to watch my kids. That sounds like you need to create a plan for you to start interviewing people, that you need to start budgeting, and you need to find the money. So if that means that your nails look like mine and they're just not going to be done, I ain't going to show you my toes because I ain't going to disrespect y'all or myself like that right now. But guess what? My house clean because I was able to pay the, 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 the team that comes in and does our housekeeping for us. Toes look a little busted. We're going to be back. But I know that I cannot keep up with everything that God has called me to do in addition to scheduling my rest and doing all that and keeping my house the way I want it kept. So we pay for it. And that's not a luxury. It's what I need to live life the way that I want to live life. I We do HelloFresh. I hate going to the grocery store. I have attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. It overwhelms me. I also have a sweet tooth. I'm trying to be out here giving legs, hips, and body this year. And so I need support. That means that I need my meals delivered to me so I don't have to go to the store and I don't have to think about it. So we get HelloFresh. Is it expensive? Eggs, $10 a carton. Do you think we have, we have the resources? We just need to prioritize what's important. So are you going to learn how to do your own makeup, which I invested in the class last year and I did. So now I'm not paying to get my makeup done every time I want to go live or do something. So now I can utilize this funds, these funds or this money. Money buys freedom. It doesn't buy stuff. It can buy stuff. That's what we getting us caught up. My money buys me freedom. So I can go on a date with my husband, which what happened this week. I can go on a date with my husband and come home. And the ladies were here to clean the house. So the house was clean. The work got done. Whereas before I would have been like, no, we can't go on a date because look at the house. Scratch all that. We went on a date, came home, and the house was getting clean. Build the support that you need. You pay for what's important to you. If you need um, mentorship support, a lot of y'all are in the society. That's a support system. If you need um, mentorship, we have a program with the app, Purpose Partners. We're going to be meeting once a month. It's $9. So you telling me you can't not have Starbucks one day to get the support that you need? You can't make coffee at home? But if you're like, no, I need a coach, I need a mentor, then you need to find what you need and then make the appropriate prioritization and take inventory of what you have to do what you need to do. We don't have cable. We got Sling. We got Netflix. And really, some of this stuff could get cut. We don't have cable. I'm not paying for why. We don't have cable. <laughs> like, and I don't need it. I don't have a desire to have it. Build 
the support systems. Oh, I'm about to eat healthy. Now, girl, you know, the minute you go to the store, you're going to get overwhelmed. If you don't get hello fresh and call it a day. If you don't, if you don't just get the help that you need. Let's be realistic with our own limitations and let's build the proper support systems. You don't have to do this alone. Okay. Now, look, y'all, I probably should have started at 12, but I needed 1215. That's all that I have. Do y'all have any questions? Did this help you? Do you know where to start now? Any questions? Hold on, let's see. How am I prioritizing my time? So look, it goes in order of what's important to me. My time with God goes is first. That's a non-negotiable. My husband, non-negotiable, right? Like these things are non-negotiable to me. If you have to be at work, then you have to be at work. So put right out the things already that are on your schedule (laughs) that you cannot, like, I can't not do this. And then inventory the time that you have. So things that are already, that already have your time, first of all, determine if this is really what I need. So for me, I used to work eight to five, but I had to leave my house by six 30 to get to work on time. It was ghetto. And so when I was going back to work, I knew I was not about to be at these people's job full time. I'm not doing that. That's just not to, for me, what's important is building my businesses, doing what God has called me to do. I don't have to work these jobs. I I miss doing what I love, but it cannot be my God. So part-time position. And I'm blessed because to them, the after hours is considered full time and it's part time hours. So sit down and just look at what you have, things that are obligations, what things need to be cut. Find your time. You will find it. Go go right on here to your to your phone. Check your usage. That's my granny. y'all. I love her. Um. Check your usage and you will find your time. Go through your bank statements and calculate how much money you spent this month on fast food. You will find your money. So the money that I spend to have the cleaners come, the the $110 I pay, we were eating it. A lot of you are eating the money for your support system. You're eating your money. Not that you can't go out. But you need to put some boundaries on that because you're eating your help. <laughs> it ain't that good. I'd rather my house be clean and we go eat. We go eat what is, what's at home. Did that answer your question, Triana? Because my return on investment, we started with the cleaners when I was in, in school getting my doctorate. So the return on my investment for me to be able to do my homework without, um, for me to be able to do my homework without, you know, my house being compromised, I needed the support. I needed the support. And so that meant that I was not getting my nails done as often, not doing all these, some of these things that are extra because I wanted my household to function. So they would literally walk in here. I would go sit on the back. I would write, like do my homework, work on my thesis, my dissertation, whatever. And by the time I came back in, the house was clean. So now mentally I'm not cluttered. I'm able to continue to do what God's called me to do. And all I got to do is the laundry. And my homework is done. So the return on investment was worth it. Budget your time like you budget your money. But you have to sit down and find out what's important to you. Some of us don't even know that. We're just drawing from what we see is important to everybody else. Do you even really like taking trips? Everybody don't like to travel. And find more ways to do the things that you love. Me and my husband, 
our challenge to each other is to like when we plan dates, for it to be under a certain budget amount and still be fine. Groupon is your friend. Groupon is your friend. It's all about the return on investment. And all compensation or all returns are not monetary. All returns on investment are not money. My return on invest on the time that I invest with my time with God, it ain't got nothing to do with cash. Everything to do with peace that surpasses all understanding, wisdom, love, compassion. It has everything to do with everything else, but not, not coin. Yes, let me tell you, there's a scripture. I think it's, I want to say it's 2 Peter 1 and 3. Let me tell y'all, hold on. I believe it's 2 Peter 1 and 3. And I'm going to leave y'all with this. Yes, it is. 2 Peter 1 and 3. Let me tell you, when you really study God's word, you will understand that we are the problem. We are the problem because oftentimes we're putting things off and telling God that we'll do stuff once we get in certain positions. But I'm going to share this with y'all. Second Peter 1 and 3 says, for his divine power has granted us everything pertaining to life and godliness through the true knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and excellence. He's already granted us everything pertaining to life and godliness. That means you have everything that you need. So you're asking God for more. And he's like, I've already given you everything that you need. You are fumbling the bag. <laughs> you're fumbling it. I've, I've given you everything that you need. Once I read this, I said, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. If I have everything I need, but I don't have everything that I need, it's me. It's me then. It's me. I'm the drama. It's me. I'm not stewarding well. He said he gave me everything I need. He's already granted us everything. What's left out of everything? Nothing. So you need to take inventory of your stuff. Because clearly I missed, I missed it. So let me, where I put that at? Where did I put it? Did I leave it at Ray Ray House? Go pick it up and don't give it to him again. Okay. Where did you leave it? Because he's given us everything to do what he's called us to do. So if you don't feel like you have what you need, it's not him. You asking him for more. He's like, what you did what I gave you the last time? Did you bury it? Did you bury the talent? Did you bury it into your own plan, your own expectations? What are you doing with what I gave you already? What are you doing with what I've already given you? Y'all, this is doable. You can live the life that you can live life more abundantly now, today. Make the decision and be disciplined in your life. You, you, like once you get to the finish line, it's not as exciting as you think. You're going to constantly be chasing titles, degrees, jobs, people, um, businesses when you're not satisfied and content because you're not building the life that God has designed for you. You can have it today. Okay, you work a job. If you don't like the job, find another one. You don't know where to start? Crystal in here. At build the support that you need. Crystal is a career coach. And then invest in that and start working towards building the life that you want to have. Because it's available. 
You don't manifest it because that's witchcraft. But if you follow God's plan, you'll get to see it. You'll get to live it. But it's his plan that we're following. And too often we want to change his plan and you're not even doing and executing the steps. You haven't counted the cost. You're not making realistic expectations. You're not completing the things that you've started. You're hyper-focusing on one area. You're not leaving room for life to happen. You're not resting. You're not reevaluating and making making changes as you need to. And you're not building proper support. But you want to ask God and blame God for not seeing progress. But we're just not doing what needs to be done with the instructions that he's given us. But it's available to you. This is how you plan with purpose. Any questions? Come on, Jess. It's the confirmation for me. Come on. Look at the Lord. He pulling up on Jess. He said what he said, says, stop asking me for more. Stop seeking other people for more. Stop seeking other people for more. I gave it to you already. I gave it to you. Inventory what you have. I mean, really inventory it. Where is your money going? What you mean you don't have life insurance? Life insurance costs like $30 a month. Are you eating your life insurance money? So now we got to have a fish fry and a GoFundMe funeral. Something happened to you? Now, sis. Now, sis. Come on. Come on. You talking about you want to build an inheritance for your children's children. Don't leave them with your debt. Get some life insurance. It ain't got to be a lot right this second, but get it today. Get it today. You want to leave an inheritance for your children's children? That don't mean you got to be a business mogul tomorrow. That means quit going to Chick-fil-A every 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 day. Take that $30. Go count the cost. Get you some life insurance. That's step one. It's that easy. Do y'all see what I'm saying? It's that simple. Go get some life insurance. You want to take your health and your fitness serious? Schedule your well visit. When they give you labs to go get, go get your lab work done. Let's get a proper assessment of what's even going on with our body. Don't wait till you don't feel good, (laughs) till life starts happening, to go to the doctor. Prioritize. Oh, this happened all of a sudden. Girl, this wasn't all of a sudden. You've been having stomach pains for 10 years. And you want to show up in my office today. (laughs) For 10 years you ain't felt right. But you have been so hyper-focused on building Uh, financial this or this or that or chasing whatever, you just haven't prioritized your health. But you had the space and the place to do that. Girl, I'm so good. I'm so glad that you were okay. Come on. Yes. Go like, go get your well woman exam. It's free. Affordable Health Care Act. The support don't always have to cost money. There are some supports that are free. There's a financial literacy class through the FDIC that's free. But you need to find what you need and get after it. I dare you to make a budget for the life that you want to live. 
I'm trying to get it to it. The cleaners come every two weeks. Me and my husband still do chores. We both vacuum every day. I want them to come every week. So I'm about to make the budget to see what that looked like. I'm about to make the budget to see what that looked like. What's important to you? Some of us, we've taken on identities and priorities of other people. Y'all, don't make me cry on here. I'm already feeling emotional because my dog's sick. <laughs> Michael about to make me cry. Um, yeah. Yeah, come on, Crystal. Crystal say, yes, it's an investment. I told somebody, I told a friend of mine that I was paying for a trainer. She said, oh, girl, you don't think that's a luxury? No, because if I die, what happens with the purpose? <laughs> These bundles, luxury, okay? It's, lu it's giving luxury. My trainer, no. <laughs> that's to sustain my life. <laughs> Let's get some proper perspective. That is to sustain my life. I was in PE every day as a child. I need to sustain my life. It's not a luxury. It's an investment into my life and my health. These bundles are a luxury, though. Okay? <laughs> the, the, the bundles are a luxury. You'll pay $800 for a wig. You'll pay $800 for a wig. Let that sink in. Ain't no shame in it. Unless <laughs> that's not the best investment of your time or your money. But we'll pay $800 for a wig. But you don't have life insurance. This is how you plan with purpose. Purpose has to be at the forefront of your mind. You can literally build an inheritance for your children's children just by getting life insurance. Now, you don't stop there, but that's a great place to start. And it's something to celebrate. Like, yes, God, this year we got life insurance. Something happened to me. My kid's good. We ain't got to start no GoFundMes. Ain't no fish fries. Nothing. They going to be getting paid. They going to be sad, but they'll be getting paid. <laughs> Is your will in place? We all going to go on to meet them at <laughs> some point. Is your will in place? Let's talk about the stuff that is really important. You have everything you need to do what God has called you to do. So consider these things when you are planning. There's no wrong time to plan. Just start now. Don't be like, oh, I should have did this last year. Just start now. And I'm serious, if you are needing support in the Purpose Partners group, we're going to do lunch and learns every month and a bunch of other stuff. So if you really need the support, no particular like spiritual, mental, emotional, financial, I have stuff in the app to build your resume, all the things, total life success. Oh, God, I need friends. Why? You're too busy working 17 jobs. You don't even make time to, to invest in relationship. What? Okay. <laughs> Have you counted the cost of actually having friends? I talked to my guy sister this morning while I was getting ready. Because that's my boo. And it's an investment in our relationship. Okay. All right, y'all. Any questions? This this blessing my heart. Sunday about to be good. Don't miss Bible study on Sunday. If you're a member of the society or if you're a purpose partner, Bible study gonna be good on Sunday. Thank y'all for spending y'all lunch break with me. Um, if you have any questions, let me know. And yeah, I love y'all. I pray that this helped y'all. Let me know in the comments if this helped y'all, if this is what you needed.
to learn how to purposefully plan. I'm going to run this scripture back. Y'all need to meditate on this. (laughs) All right, y'all. Until next time, I love y'all. God bless y'all. Y'all are so welcome. And I will see y'all later. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.